Welcome to the Dripping in Black podcast, where we celebrate Black excellence throughout the Black diaspora. Here's your host, David V. Lewis. What's up, good people all across the world? This is the Dripping in Black podcast. I am your host, David V. Lewis. And per usual, we have another fantastic guest who represents Black excellence in some realm across the world. Today's guest is Mr. Afiel Israel. Afiel, say hello to the world. Hello world, peace and blessings to you all. All right. And so Afiel, aka Levi, is a uh, podcast host as well. And I think this is probably the first time I've interviewed uh, another podcast host my uh, producer could probably straighten me out on that, but I think that's the case. So we're going to talk a little bit about his podcast and his story, as you all know how we do. But we always like to begin by introducing our guests to our audience. And we ask a very simple, but not so simple question of who are they? So Afiel Israel, who are you? Thank you for asking that question. It's a great question. I was pondering over it, and I could honestly see, say, a confident yet humble advocate. Uh, I'm a strong advocate for my people. I love, absolutely love Black history, and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, be a part of the show. Okay. So, Levi, uh, how old are you? 36 years old. Okay, 36 years mm-hmm. old, and... Where are we broadcasting you from? What what part of the globe? So I'm currently in San Antonio, Texas, originally from Miami, Florida. Okay. Miami, Florida, born and raised? Yes, sir. Carroll City, 305 all day. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give some shout outs to your schools. Where did you, where did you attend school? Uh, Education-wise, went to Parkview Elementary, had an awesome teacher there. Um, went to Parkway Middle. Uh, that's also in the Carroll City area. Uh, lived in North Carolina for a year. Um, and I don't recall the name of the school, but when I came back to Florida, I went to Barbara Coleman Senior High. And it was an interesting dynamic there because um, at that time, uh, the school was trying to set up kind of an integration system between the uh, Hispanic population and the African-American population. So Mm. I was one of the first actually students on a busload of two busloads of black kids uh, traveling into the Spanish side of town and kind of interacting. So it was pretty good, interesting experience. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine that that's another podcast right there. (laughs) Oh yeah. I can tell you some stories. All right. (laughs) So Miami, born and raised, uh, dipped over to North Carolina, and now you're working uh, as a radio host, right, for The Forefront. Let's talk about that. What What is The Forefront? So um, what started The Forefront Radio for me was the vital question I asked, who were we prior to slavery? Who were we prior to colonization? And what started my journey was I asked my grandfather, who's 100 years old, I said, Granddad, who were we before slavery? Who were we before we came to the island of Haiti? And he was Mm. like, 
I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, you're 100 years old. You don't know. I'm 100, that? not a thousand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I asked my uncle, you know, my uncle, he's a pastor. I said, uncle, who were we before slavery? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, mm. okay. I asked my dad, I said, who were we before slavery? He's like, I don't know. So I'm like, no matter who I asked, there was no answer. Nobody could give me yeah. an answer. And then I came across this Bible verse that I want to touch on real quick. It's in the book of Job okay. chapter eight, verse eight. It says, for inquire, I pray thee of the former age and prepare thyself to the search of their fathers. So what that means is we have to acknowledge our past because if we don't know where mm. we come from, we're not going to know where we're going. So that's what started my journey into investigating mm. who were we before slavery, before colonization, who, uh, what was our cultural habits, what we used to eat, what we used to wear, how we conducted mm -hmm. ourselves. And the only place I could find it was in this history book known as the Bible. And notice I said history book and not religious mm -hmm. book. And we'll get into that mm -hmm. in a moment. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when did this question first pop into your head age-wise? Can you, can you uh, nail it down to age? 2019, uh, 2009 was when I first started mm -hmm. like going through my spiritual journey, trying to find out God and, you know, navigate through uh, the difference between religion and spirituality, being spiritual mm -hmm. in the biblical sense versus what modern day religion has taught us. You know what I mean? And then yeah. 2013 was when I started like really digging deep into history books and the Bible. And I said, hold up, I'm reading about Egypt. Wait, Egypt is in Africa. I'm reading about the mm -hmm. children of Israel being compared to the Ethiopians. The Ethiopians are black. I'm like, hold yeah. up, wait a minute. There, there, there's, there's something off here. Because we've been taught all our life, right? That the Bible is a book of a European persuasive. But I start reading mm -hmm. and I'm finding out, hold up, wait a minute. Moses is black. He was married to an Ethiopian mm -hmm. woman who was a black sister. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. His sister Miriam was black. Jesus Christ is described in the Bible, which we're going to get into later on. Um, mm -hmm. King Solomon, one of the greatest black men on the planet. Okay. All mm -hmm. described as black people of color. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I read it and we're going to go over some brief verses. And when I read it, I'm going to ask you, get a white boy out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. I want to talk a little bit more about the forefront radio. So what what is it? So how do I find it? What is it? Is it on the radio or, you know, that's the, that's the question. What is the forefront radio? Okay, so the Forefront Radio basically goes into the history of the diaspora of Blacks. We uh, talk about the history of the Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. You can find the Forefront Radio on uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Uh, we started the uh, Forefront Radio in 2020 before the pandemic. And once okay. the pandemic came around, it just was more motivation to to uh, start it off. And in the month of October, uh, I started coming across the uh, 
you know, the, the co-host that you have and the producer, uh, Sean, as well as other people that were doing a, a content creators of color um, collective. And we took the time to make 30 days of nothing but content. And if you go back and mm-hmm. look at it in 30 days, we came up with about 141 episodes. I did about 31 episodes out of those. And I break down mm-hmm. black history, part one, two, three, and four. We uh, also talk about like the dynamics of how we forgot our identity and our culture and how uh, slavery is actually mentioned in the Bible and the people of the Bible are Mm. described as far as their color, what they used to eat, being brought on slave ships, forgetting their identity. All this is in literally in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the Forefront Radio podcast, you can find in uh, most popular podcast locations and you know you tap into black history specifically with the uh the 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 leaning towards the the biblical perspective all right mm-hmm. so why the name forefront what's the significance of that the significance of forefront is kind of like saying that you're at the uh vanguard or at the beginning stages if you notice this is a particular niche that's not really covered at all. It's not yeah. covered in uh, colleges and universities. It's not covered in churches. It's not covered in a lot of different backgrounds all across the planet. There seems to be an agenda to prevent Black folks from knowing their true cultural identity, okay? Yeah. They, they don't care if you say that you're Muslim. They don't care if they say that you're Christian christian but as soon as you read the bible and you say you know what i'm reading about my ancestors in this book they say oh no 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 Mm -hmm. no 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 media cover-up don't don't say it don't say it at all yeah i'll give an example nick cannon right he had an interview if you remember he had an interview with professor griff and in that interview when he was talking to professor professor griff he told him straight he was like hey we god's chosen people straight up Man, they took that thing off the air, Viacom, like messed up his his <laughs> money, all of that. Even Ice Cube, right? Ice Cube was on the internet mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, man, we God's chosen people. I'm reading this book. It ain't what it tell. It ain't what people say it is. It ain't about white folks. It's about us." Man, he was all mm-hmm. on Twitter, all on Instagram, posting that thing, and everybody was like, "Let's ban, let's ban Ice Cube. Let's not put his information out there anymore." They was going mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking celebrities, football players, entertainers, all these different people are saying the same thing. And mm-hmm. people are just like sleep at the wheel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, man. This is a heavy topic because, mm-hmm. you know, when I think about our people, I think um, in this day and age, the biggest challenge is, is helping us to be aware of our own role in these things. You know, so, you know, as a as a history teacher, the challenge of getting students just to simply read. Right. Mm. All right. <laughs> and right. value reading. Right. I mean, I don't I don't know how you learn anything uh, if you're not reading. I don't know how you arrive at a, your own understanding without reading. And so when I do teach history, mm-hmm. American history, black history, whatever. I always talk about how when we were enslaved, they, you know, uh, 
they systematically kept us from reading. It was a consequence for reading, yes, right? Exactly. And now we are not in that uh, slave system, right? We are quote unquote free. Mm-hmm. However, we choose not to read, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's it's us kind of doing it to ourselves. So all of that's a long kind of long winded way to get to this point. What's the challenge you face in educating your own people about this? What are some challenges you face in that regard? The challenge I face is making the Bible palatable for uh, our people and trying to show it in a way where they don't see it as just religious content, but actually Black history, okay? It's literally Mm. Black history in the Bible. And think about it like this. When, when Moses was on Mount Sinai, right, with our ancestors, mm-hmm. okay, he didn't give us Baptists, he didn't give us uh, Episcopalian, Catholic, none of that mm-hmm. stuff. He literally yeah. gave us rules, regulations of how to conduct themselves, because any kingdom on the earth has rules and regulation, a system of government. Okay, so when I read in the Bible, I read this verse, Job chapter 30, verse 30, my skin, my skin is black upon me and my bones are burnt with heat. So then what do they call the same in America? Black. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at this and I'm reading this. I'm like, hold up. Job, one of our ancestors is describing himself, his his complexion, his skin tone as black, just like they describe Mm -hmm. us today. Okay, but there's no country called black. There's no place where I could say, let me get a plane ticket and let me fly to black. It don't exist. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So who are we according Mm -hmm. to the Bible? And you know, what's interesting Mm -hmm. because you're a history buff too. Why is it that the only history that we're limited to is 1619, the transatlantic Mm -hmm. slave trade, and then stories mm-hmm. about like Rosa Parks, MLK, yep. you know, the civil rights yep. movement. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Did black folks exist prior to coming over here? Yes, they did. Yeah. Did black folks exist in the 1400s, in the 1500s? How about during yeah. the time of Christ? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So those answers and yeah. more are what we uh, research and discuss on the Forefront <laughs> Radio. We, we go in deep, yeah. and I mean deep. <laughs> yeah another question would be the caucasians exist <laughs> yes they do during I the time of christ <laughs> they did and they're the romans and the mm-hmm. funny thing about mm-hmm. it they were the ones the quote-unquote romans that literally crucified the black messiah hung him mm-hmm. basically yeah. crucified him through the method of mm-hmm. execution on a tree yep. hanging him just like they do yep. over here nothing mm-hmm. new under the sun nothing new under the sun yeah. so so when i was mm-hmm. mentioning earlier about moses right think about this moses right he was talking to our ancestors the children of israel and he said to them this if we listen to god and follow his rules and regulations as a nation of people we would be the top ruling nation on the earth meaning mm. leadership, rulership. That's what we, mm. that was our divine purpose. We were not created to be Negroes or at the bottom of society. We were literally created to be kings and priests of the earth. Think about it. When mm. we talk about Jesus Christ, 
he is called the king of kings of yes. kings so who are the kings who are the of kings that's talking about us mm-hmm. us watch this deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 6 it says this it says for thou art a holy people unto the lord thy god the lord thy god hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above above key point watch this above all people that are upon the face of the earth so now there's no equality in that who's the best at singing (laughs) when you go to the national anthem right who would they rather have aretha franklin beyonce or name name a name a caucasian (laughs) singer I can't even think of it. I can't think. I can't even think uh, of it. What is it? Uh, what's uh, the uh, Estelle? I'm, I'm Dolly Parton. Name. Let's say Dolly Parton, right? Oh, no. Dolly Parton Who? ain't on that level. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who sing better? Who's the best at sports? <laughs> ain't nobody looking for ain't nobody ain't nobody look, Dolly Parton. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so think about it. Who's the best at singing? Who's the best at entertainment, music, science, right? Mm-hmm. We are. Why is we the head of every trend that's going on? Because we are literally mm-hmm. God's chosen people. We the soul to the earth. Thank bro. you. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of Adele. I'm I'm messing the name up. It's, I'm talking about Estelle, but yes, Adele. <laughs> uh, well, <it laughs> so that's, right. that's what I came up with. But but okay, so I guess my question is the Bible you know, for all of my lifetime has been taught as a spiritual book. Mm-hmm. Um, in my life, it has been, it has impacted my spiritual walk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talk about it as a history book. Correct. So my question is, why is that important? Why is it important to, I guess, almost like change the perspective of the Bible from mm-hmm what is perceived as a spiritual book to this historical book. Why is that so valuable to you, to what you, what the work that you're doing? Here's why it's important. What modern religion has done is completely rip out the old Testament and say, don't read that. They completely ripped out this book right here called the Apocrypha, which was part Mm. of the original 1611 Bible. Okay. Hmm. And they said, to hell with that. We don't want that. You can't Mm -hmm. understand the New Testament without getting the historical references and the context of the people. Who were they? Who are these quote unquote lost tribes? Who are these individuals? Mm -hmm. Right. And even Mm -hmm. Jesus the Christ, the Black Messiah, said this in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 32. He says, And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. So now my question is, if Christ himself said, no, we would know the truth, that would mean that right now on this earth, the majority of believers on the planet are living a lie. They Mm. don't know the truth because if they knew the truth that Christ was a black man, that the children of Israel was prophesied in the Bible to go into slavery, 
that we were the ones with Moses on Mount Sinai having the covenant, then we would get it right. We would say, we need to fix what our ancestors got wrong. Watch this. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. I'm gonna keep it real short and to the point. Watch this. It says this, but it shall come to pass, meaning it will happen in the future. If thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. So now a curse, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, sounds like a bad thing to me. Obviously, if somebody cuts you out, it don't feel good. It's bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So God literally cussed us out as a nation of people and said, look, if you listen to me, I'm going to make you the top ruling nation on the earth. But us as black folks, we hard-headed, we stiff-necked, we stubborn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stubborn than an ox and an ass. We don't want to do what the Most High said. Therefore, generational curses fell upon us as a race, as a nation of people. I'm going to give you an example mm-hmm. of a sign, of a sign that indicates us being the children of Israel. Watch this. In the same chapter, Deuteronomy 28, verse 48, it says this. Therefore, shall thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he, referring to that same enemy, not your friend, shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he have destroyed thee. So now think about it. During slavery, did we not serve those that did not have our best interests at heart? Yes, we did. During slavery, did we serve did we serve for food, water, clothing, and everything we needed? Yes, we did. And you can actually do a Google search on this now. When you do a Google search and type yokes of iron upon thy neck, the first thing that pops up is guess what? A picture of a black man in chains with chains around his neck. We're literally le- reading a sign in the Bible of generational curses. Now, remember, when we go to church, right, folks be like, oh, you know, we've got to break the generational curse, break the generational curse. But they never specify what those curses are. Mm-hmm. Now we're reading what those generational curses are, and we're given the clues of how to break those generational curses. Now, here's another sign to indicate that we're the children of Israel. Think about it today, right? Even to this day, this generational curse still applies. It's, I'm going to read it again, and then I'm going to compare it to today. It says, therefore, shall thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger So when we want food, when we want food, the majority Mm. of the food chains, the restaurants, the grocery stores, and the corporations, do we own that? Or do the same people that enslaved us, oppressed us till this day own these things? Now, when it comes Mm -hmm. to thirst, Aquasani, they, they, uh, I'm sorry, Aquafina, Desani. Uh, what's another popular water brand? Uh, Fiji water, smart, smart, smart water, water right? Mm. The CEOs are they blacks, Hispanics, Native Americans? No, okay. When it comes to clothing, mm. the textile companies, right? 
Who owns the manufacturing and the textiles? Your Gucci, your Fendi, your Prada, your, your Louis Vuitton. It belongs to, I'm going to read it again. Therefore shall thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee. So God said, because we didn't want to listen to him and serve him, a sign that would indicate who the lost tribes of Israel are is that they would serve their enemy for food, water, clothing, and the wants of all things. Now think about it, Dave. Toilet tissue. Do black folks got a corporation or toilet tissue? No, but I'm Tooth? I'm a uh, I got the point you're making. Oh, and yeah. uh, I want to kind of move this along a little good, bit. Good, good. I, I want to make sure I was a fantastic thorough. job. Uh, <laughs> Uh, to our audience uh, displaying what they find on the forefront media. Mm-hmm. All right. And so, but I want to get back to you. So this obviously is a tremendous work, a passionate work that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and you, you talked about asking your, your, you know, people around you from your grandfather to your uncle, mm-hmm. you know, the, that question about uh, who were we before slavery mm-hmm. and, it looks like you found the answer in the Bible. That's right. Right. All right. So what, what's the broader message that you want to go out to the world? So we're broadcasting across the world. What's the mm-hmm. broader message that you want the okay. world to know based on what you've learned thus far? Okay. Based on what I've learned thus far, the goal is to remove the brainwashing that has been done on the Black diaspora. The Blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans have been deceived to worship a European construct that happened during slavery. And now, in these days, we have to remove white supremacy from the mind and now follow the true way of following Christ. How do we do so? Christ is not a Caucasian man with blonde hair and blue eyes he's written of in revelation chapter 1 verse 14 of having woolly hair and feet so dark it looked like it burned in a furnace that's a negro (laughs) so jesus himself said right that there would be false christ and false prophets so obviously in order to discern the false from the true, you have to start re-examining the Bible. You have to start asking yourself questions like, okay, if I'm reading in the Bible that Jesus Christ is a Jew, which is which is the term, uh, which is derived from the term Judah, right? And I'm reading in the Bible literally that Jesus Christ is a black man. Now what what about his mama? What about his daddy? What about his brothers and sisters? What about his tribe? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So now watch this. Mm-hmm. For the Forefront Radio, we go over very simple, basic things. We read a Bible verse and we compare it with history. I'll give you an example. In Jeremiah 14, verse 2, it says this. Judah mourneth. We're talking about the tribe of Judah. The same tribe mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ came from. Judah mourneth. And the gates thereof languish. They are black. They are black. They are black unto the ground. And the cry of Jerusalem is gone up. 
So now I read that verse to my to my uh, uncle, who's a pastor, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, Uncle, I'm reading right here that Jesus Christ is is a black man, and his tribe is black. That, that hold up, that's talking about us. <laughs> you know what this mm-hmm. man said to me? He said, "My son, pray." I said, "Oh hell!" <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, "I'm like what? You are wait, 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 wait." I'm literally reading that we're in this book and our people have not been told their entire life. We go to schools, universities, we learn history and we're limited. Mm -hmm. And they say, you want to hide something from a Negro, put it in a book because we don't like to read no more from slavery. So (laughs) these challenges, these challenges exist, right? This is the reality. Mm -hmm. You talk to somebody you could talk to, uh, have a real conversation with you uh, exposing them to what you've learned and yet you're being met with uh, go somewhere and pray. All yeah. Right? So <laughs> with this great challenge, you know, and I like to always do this to forecast, this is a great work that you're doing with the forefront radio, right? You're really trying to undo a brainwashing, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to undo a brainwashing of thousands of years. So you are here now. Mm-hmm. How would you say you've been doing this since 2020, right? Yes, sir. So you're going on two years of doing this. Mm-hmm. How would you say it's going so far in terms of your mission? If you, if you had to put it on a scale of one to 10, 10 means I'm, I'm doing exactly what I want, want to be doing. I'm making the impact I want to be making. And one is like, I suck. Where would you be on that scale from one to 10 in terms of your mission? As far as mission, I would say seven and always increasing because we always need laborers that are willing to research this information and just being available Mm -hmm. for platforms like Dripping in Black, you know, content creators of color and other platforms where we can talk about these things, you know, and have a safe space to discuss it and open it up to people. It's a, it's a great way for us to grow and excel as a nation of people. Cause this is like, this for me is like winning the lotto. Okay. Gaining (laughs) an inheritance. This is like Mm -hmm. the greatest information that you can obtain in your life as a black person, as a Latino Mm -hmm. person, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Cause they, they've, They've literally spent trillions of dollars preventing us from knowing. They say, oh, you just Africa. That's a continent. There's 54 countries. So we're we're in Africa. Guess what? Northeast Africa, Jerusalem. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So as far as the growth, I would say this, the growth is getting up there, but it can always get better and better by people having a shared interest. So, so far, I actually looked at the stats for this year. I have almost 12, uh, 12,900 subscribers on YouTube, the, uh, okay. the uh, Spotify page, the amount of listenership increased by 148% this year. Um, I'm trying to okay. like run off numbers off of my head. So it's steadily growing and increasing, you know, and for me, my mission is to awaken the 12 tribes, awaken our people to the true history and remove the system of white supremacy and oppression that's within our mind. Because think about it. 
this information alone, it could stop black on black crime. Cause then we could say, look, that brother that I'm looking at, he is a son of God. He ain't no regular mm-hmm. Joe. He is special. Yeah. He's different. You see what I'm saying? It would, uh, mm-hmm. it would remove the baby mama, baby daddy stuff. Cause we would have responsible men taking care of their families and responsible mm-hmm. women that adore and reverence their husbands all these different principles like loving your neighbor as yourself can fix the black community. You see what I'm saying? So that's my mission. And I pray that we can all, you know, jump in. One of the questions I ask is, you know, and I like people that are doing the work to kind of think of this for a couple of reasons. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the goal that's out there for them, but also for somebody that's maybe watching and trying to aspire to do something similar, they can get a little game from it. Right. So mm-hmm. you, you're at a seven, let's say you want to get to beyond a 10, you want to get to a 15 and that 15, you got into the description of what that looks like already. You kind of told me what steps would, would entail you getting from the seven to the 15 where white supremacy has supremacy has been wiped out the average walking black person knows their worth right mm-hmm. knows that we are not niggas right mm-hmm. but we are from kings and queens mm-hmm. uh what steps are going to help you get from where you are to that 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 height here's what are here's some steps st- there's actually, I'm glad you asked that because there's two biblical principles that I'll touch on that actually touch on that point. In Zephaniah chapter two, verse one, it says this, gather yourselves together, gather yourselves together, O nation not desired. So we as a nation of people have to understand the importance of unity, unity, unity. That's mm-hmm. That right yeah. there is like a kryptonite for black folk. Because one wants to mm-hmm. be Muslim, wants, one wants to be yeah. Christian, one wants to be, no, to hell with all of that. The Arabs had us mm-hmm. enslaved. That ain't for us. The white folks had us enslaved. Modern, modern mm-hmm. Christianity ain't for us. The true biblical principles are for us to have faith in the black Messiah and keeping the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Bible. That's how we unify. Okay. We have to put away Democrat versus Republican. We have to put away, mm-hmm. you know, all these different ideologies and philosophies that keep us away from obedience to God, keep us away from mm-hmm. loving one another as brothers. That's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. That's point number one. Point number two, yeah. in Revelation chapter 18, verse four, it says this, and I heard another voice from heaven saying, come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. So God is saying, now is the time for us as a nation mm-hmm. of people to come out of the, the, the brainwashing of white supremacist system in America and throughout the world. And if, if 2020 and 2021 didn't teach us, right now we're going through a period of time where there's some plagues on the earth. Mosquito bites, if you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Mm-hmm. Right now is the time for us to unify. And the only way we can do that is if we unite under one banner. And that's Jesus the Christ, the Black Messiah. All right. So we, we I know have it's heavy, man. Black. 
Oh yeah, it's heavy. Uh, it's it's quite the challenge, I think. You know, but it's the work is being. You have begun the work, right? You have begun the work. You're on your way. Um, we have a, a an audience here, and uh, what are some ways they can support you, in in reaching that ultimate goal? Just kind of talk to our audience. What are some things that they could they could provide for you? Well, we appreciate everyone that tunes into the radio show and does research on uh, who are we according to the Bible. Um, you can find us on social media platforms. We're on Instagram as the Forefront Express. Uh, we're also on uh, Facebook as the Forefront Media. Uh, type a Google search or uh, look on your Apple podcast, type the Forefront Radio, and you'll be able to uh, tune in and see what we have available. As, as well, if you want to provide some uh, financial support for more books on research, you know, study materials, um, gaining more yeah. uh, things like, uh, you know, access to video recording and stuff like that. We want to start transitioning from a audio-based platform to a video-based platform. So anyone that wants to, you know, show some support in that way, we can always, you know, use that help. But my my overall goal is to get our people to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I think um, that's what drew me into to education in general. Uh, I'm teaching at schools that are predominantly black kids for a reason nice. i could teach anywhere but i'm teaching there and i have my entire career for that reason um but it is a great challenge and uh you know we just got to keep plugging away at it so uh we appreciate you uh for coming on and telling your story um there's much more there for us to kind of discuss and we will go on and on and on right but right. we have to get to the most important question that we ask each and every one of our guests mm-hmm. um, to kind of close out the uh, the episode. And uh, you ready for that? Yeah, sure. Uh, so the most important question that we asked is, have you ever been on the cover of a magazine? Have I ever been on the cover of a magazine? No, sir, I have mm-hmm. not. I have not mm-hmm. been on the cover of a magazine. All right. Well, one of the things we try to do here is we, we aim to please. So uh, my producer is going to pull up your very first magazine cover. You have made okay. it to the cover of the Dripping in Black magazine. Okay. And uh, <laughs> cooking with fire. There you are, Mr. Afiel Israel. So somebody's been slipping because that's a pretty dope cover. <laughs> okay, okay nice yeah so that is also your parting gift we will get that out to you at a later date get it printed out and laminated and all that good stuff but that's a thank you from us to you for coming out and uh talking with us educating us and sharing your story all right yes thank you and since you're a history buff just a couple of books i would reference um for you Mm -hmm. to research if you like there's a book called From Babylon to Timbuktu by Rudolph R. Windsor, a great book to look into. Um, there's okay. another book called uh, History of the Jews by John Allen, I believe the author is. Um, so those are okay. two good books to look into if you like. Okay, definitely. We will put that into our, our video portion as well. 
and uh, people will be able to check into that. And uh, I will definitely look into those as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, give one more time your social media where people can find you. So make sure they yes, get that. Definitely. So um, Instagram would be the Forefront Express. My website is theforefrontexpress.com. Um, my my uh, Facebook page is The Forefront Media. And um, you can find me on anchor.fm slash The Forefront. Or uh, if you have Google or Apple podcasts on your phone, just type The Forefront Radio and you, you should be able to pull it up. I understand that you're a musician as well. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, I read a lot of stuff about you. Uh, you sent in information we asked for. I didn't see that anywhere, but my producer happens to know that. So you were uh, playing some of your music so the audience can get a, a little taste of that, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. It's on uh, SoundCloud.com. Just type the forefront and you'll be able to find my music on SoundCloud. All right. All right. So uh, thanks again to Mr. Afiel. Uh, Israel, a.k.a. Levi, for stopping by the Dripping in Black podcast. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity and the love. Thank you. Overcome temptations, live your life pure. Be strong in the Lord when you're living up. No estate, take cheerfully. Put a smile upon your face. Understand his grace. Periods to flee the evils of this wicked place. Truth in the Bible ain't a game. Spirit of truth, fire in the flame. Give me the strength like umbrellas in the rain. Give me the strength like we're breaking all these chains. Give me the strength all through this pain. On the next Dripping in Black podcast, we have Jen Washington. From Woke by Accident podcast. Let's talk about it. What what is Woke by Accident? Yeah, so Woke by Accident is a weekly chat about socially conscious topics impacting the culture. And so here it is my outlet to give a voice to the voiceless. And I cover stories of social justice, uh, missing persons. And I also have lately had a lot of interesting authors and podcasters on to share their story or um, some life coaches and uh, just um, really wanted to be the core about social justice really is the inspiration of this show. Mm-hmm. Gold on the streets, haven't seen it. Trump was blowing in the air, can you hear it? Christ coming back soon, I can feel it. Stay in the scriptures, not in the world. Blood burning for the truth, this is Israel. World without end, God love this world. Twelve tribes, blacks, Hispanics, and Indians. We have just experienced a Dripping in Black production.